Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia. The all-new Kia Sportage has been unleashed. Oh, it's a big show tonight, folks. Hold on to your hats. Funny we should say that, actually. I'll get to that in just a moment. This is Sports Day. Scotty Sattler and Jason Matthews in the Sports Day studio. By the way, uh, fans of Gary Belcher, he'll be back on the show on Monday nights. All three of them. No, I'm only joking. What do you mean? I'm only joking. Oh, three fans. Yeah. No, don't be like that. He's got a lot more than that. Um, and then I'm off from Wednesday night for about 12 days. We've got to move house, remember? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're still blowing up about paying two removalists $120 an hour. It's ridiculous. It's not. It's standard. Well, it's it, this should be this should be an investigation. Mm. It's come on, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Right, There's got to be an investigation into this. This has got to be someone's got to be accountable for this. We're wearing uh, some very nicely made hats in the studio tonight from Ringers Western, um, but. Uh, I'm being forced to wear this by Beck Sattler, your lovely wife. It says Sats's Festival of 50. Now, you're 50 on the 13th of December, right? I am. I am, correct. Sorry I can't make your birthday party. That's I'll right. be I'll be in Cairns. There's a token invitation anyway. Because <laughs> you knew I was away. Yeah. Uh, but listen, I, these, I can't wear this hat and headphones. So this morning I wake up and it's obviously December the 1st and my wife said, close your eyes. I went, oh, hang on. Straight, great. I love it. this. And then um, she put something on my head. And I heard my daughter as well, and I opened up, and they all had these hats on, these Sats Festival of 50. I said, what's this? They said, well, you know, the next 13 days, there's going to be a surprise every day. And today was the hats. I don't know what tomorrow is going to be. God, I want to be better than a bloody hat. Well, she's a very giving person, my wife. And whenever uh, someone has has a, um, a milestone birthday, whether it's like 18, 21, 50, um, she always goes all out. So I'm looking forward to tomorrow. Well, she came to my 50th. That was nice. Mm-hmm. That was very nice. Um, you're looking forward to tomorrow. There's some updates we won't be able to talk about on the show, no doubt about it. Well, what's going on with our families? Because last night I got home yeah. and my, one of my daughters, the evil one, Aria, decided to do a PowerPoint presentation to my wife and I thought, oh, this is good. What's this, you know, Assignment economics school, or something? Yeah. Yeah. No, it was her Christmas wish list. So she'd have a photo of what she wanted with the price and a link to direct purchasing such item. And there's things in there like, I don't know, Kate Spade handbag. I don't know how much they are, but my wife just started laughing her head mm-hmm. off when she saw that. There was a bloody corgi. You've got a dog butt. Yeah, I know. And I said that to her. I said, see that thing there? That's your corgi. <laughs> Pretend, call her a corgi. She won't know. She's a dog. <laughs> she doesn't know she's a King Charles Spaniel crossed with 18 different breeds mm. or a corgi. So if you start saying to her, come here, Corgi, she'll come. She just wants to be fed. <laughs> it's that easy. 
But this is what I went home to. I'm going, what's going on so with these a, kids? She put together a complete presentation. Yeah. Oh, that's quite inventive. I don't mind that. I like the initiative. Because yeah, usually I, you always say, yeah, what do you want for Christmas? They go, oh, I don't know. They already got their Christmas presents. I bought them Dua Lipa tickets. I don't even know who that is. Apparently it's an artist, a singer. Yeah. Oh, she does that Elton John song, Cold, Cold Heart. You know that one, that song? Yeah. Anyway. Uh, is your family weirder than ours? 0457 736 736. Shoot us a text. And why? Yeah. And don't forget to tell us where you're listening and how you're listening. And if you're a first-time uh, listener to Sports Day, it gets better as the night goes on. So we do promise that. Mm. Uh, it's a big show tonight. We're going to kick it off, though, first of all, with a, a uh, just a special shout-out to Artie Beetson, who passed away 10 years 10 ago years today. 10 years ago today on the Gold Coast, up the northern end of the Gold Coast, Paradise Point, riding his bike and... Big Artie was a shock to everyone. Such a big man in life as well. He's just a, a great human being. For anyone that came across Arthur, he's just so giving. Tremendous squash player, Jace, for a big man, like an A-grade squash. I think he was a New South Wales champion at one stage. If one of the listeners there would be able to let me know. Um, 0457736736. He was a tremendous squash player. He was just a such a tremendous man. I, walked in, I remember I walked into a hotel one day to get some money out of just an FPOS machine and – and he was sitting in there with a couple of other people and I saw him and he was like this larger than life, this big laugh and a huge <laughs> smile, a massive hand when he'd shake your hand. And you're just in awe of the man. You just, I, you know, I'm, I'm a fully grown person, retired from rugby league and still looking at this great man in front of me and just he's just always so giving to, to people and um, never got ahead of himself. And, yeah, 10 years today, the anniversary of his, of his yeah. passing. Never had the pleasure of meeting him. Oh, such a tremendous guy. And of tremendous course, guy. Uh, he, don't worry, mate. He's having a good time with his mate, Tommy, now. They're having a great, wouldn't they be having, wreaking havoc? Oh, hey? Wouldn't they what? Mm. Because they lived in the he's same also, suburb as all, each other He was also well. a great card player. Was he? Arthur Beaton, yeah. When you say great, you mean cheat? No, no. Really just good. smart. Very, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's good. Hey, uh, Jared Wallace is uh, going to join us on the show tonight, Titan Front Row. He's back at work. wonder how you went with the fat test. Oh, I saw him eat a lot of chicken wings. Mate, I've seen him a lot over his break. You yeah. and I both have. And, yeah, he's a lot of chicken wings, a lot of chickens. He just doesn't stop at the wing. <laughs> they look like a wing in his mouth. That's the whole thing. Uh, and a lot of cans, you know what I mean? So yeah. he's got one arm like Popeye at the moment. So we'll see how he's going. And uh, he's got a special announcement to make as well uh, with the Ringers Western. Now... Earlier today, I got a text message from Mitch, who looks after our cricket stuff here, mm -hmm. and he said, do you mind doing an interview today, going in early and just having a chat with Aussie cricketer Cam Green? Oh, how good is that? Because you're a cricket fan. You love cricket. I love it. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm one of Australia's premier cricket journalists. Well, up and coming cricket journalists, as you know, Sats. Yep. Don't you? Yeah, all self-confessed. Self yeah. Anyway, I thought, yeah, no, I'd love to have a chat. And you couldn't make it. So I come into work early. And I thought, oh, I did a lot of research. And I thought, I'd, I always wanted to talk to Cam Green because I feel like he's been around forever. He's only 22. Well, he's a bit of an enigma. You don't know he much is. about him, do you? Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I thought, oh, that'd be good. And I caught up with him earlier today and had a lot of questions to ask him. And We're going to have his interview a little bit later yeah, on. Yeah, later on. Okay. Um, segment five, by the way, if you've got a copy of the run sheet of the show tonight. <laughs> uh, but uh, look, it didn't start well. Okay. <laughs> so you've kept this you've kept this cold. You haven't told me yet why you're so annoyed this afternoon. Yeah. I I introduced I mean, g'day mate, welcome. Now I played him getting I played some audio of him getting fifty, his first ever fifty. Yep. 
Mate, welcome to Sports Day, blah, 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 blah. And he says... Hey, Justin, yeah, thanks for having me. <laughs> hey, Justin, yeah, thanks for having me. Hey, Justin. Justin. <laughs> this is one of the best days ever. <laughs> it's not funny. So you're not woogie anymore, you're Justin. Justin, apparently. Now, I'm not having a go at Cam Green. He's probably doing a million interviews today. And he maybe he thought I was the coach... I, I don't know. <laughs> but I'm Justin. <laughs> You'll hear that in the interview. Oh, you love it, don't you? Oh, that's great. Hot topic that tonight. So good. I want to throw this up the flagpole with our listeners. 0457 736 736. We, we brought it up last night yep. and I was getting hammered and I just want to, I want to mention this. There are some sports out there that are parading as sports and they're not and they've got to stop. And one of the ones, there's two that come to mind, mm. straight up. Darts is not a sport. I think it is. And nor, nor is lawn bowls. And a reason, No, I disagree. The reason I say this, anything that you can drink a schooner with is not a sport. So it, is, It's a hobby. Okay. It's so that, something you do for fun. process. If you can drink a beer yep. well, during it, it, it's not a sport. So throw golf in there as well. Because you can, yeah, okay, yeah. Amateur like, golf. It's not a sport. It's a hobby. Okay. I'm not saying to my wife every Saturday, see, you love, I'm going out for eight hours of sport, mm. three and a half on the course. Yep. You know, the other socialising in the 19th. Yeah, I know where you come from here. How can you call that a sport? And I, I want to get people's what opinion. What pool? On. Snooker. Like snooker and pool. That, pool you rest snooker. your beer on the pool table. <laughs> and what sport? And that is poker a sport? No. They've got drink holders in the table. Yeah, but it. It's not. A, it takes a lot of concentration. There's a lot of mental fatigue that goes through it. Sats, you're going to have a schooner and you're sitting on your ass. How is that a sport? Mm. Stop cheating, everyone. You're not a sport. What about trampolining? It's not a sport. It's a kid's activity. <laughs> how can how can that? That's where you get the kids. Have you? That's where you get the kids for Christmas. How many times you put those up? 11.30 at, at night on Christmas yeah, Eve after a couple yeah. in the dark. Yeah. Only for the first day they use it, they get caught in the springs. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. Remember the wounds Good old over- days. Yeah. Nowadays you've got protectors for that rubbish. Yeah. I'm going to give you one more. Okay. And I'm going to throw this out to the listeners. 0457 736 736. Which alleged sports out there are actually pretending they're sports when they're not? Here's one more. Ten-pin bowling, you are not a sport. No, I disagree. They're for single, desperate people on a Tuesday night who can't find a boyfriend or girlfriend. No. No, no, it takes a lot of technique. A lot of technique, a lot of really good vision. I disagree with that. You get a ball with three holes in it. Strategy. Your fingers get stuck in it. God knows who's had their fingers in that thing, jammed in there. How good are the shoes, bud? Like, once upon a time, you wouldn't have worn those in public. Like, they're stylish now. The 10-pin bowling shoes. It's not a sport. Again, I can have a schooner while actually playing. And if your wrist hurts, don't play. Why are you wearing those wrist guards? <laughs> don't give it a rest. The bowling world is not going to collapse if you don't turn up on Tuesday night. What if you've got sausage fingers like yourself? Could, can you participate in 10-pin bowling? No, because I'd end up going down the lane. I'd be bouncing off the bumpers. 
0457 736 736. Here's a text from Nathan. If people can play it with a beer gut, it's not a sport. Well, hang on. Wait on. Merv Hughes is an exception. Remember Merv running in from Bay 13, whatever? Uh, send us your texts on those. We'd love to hear from you tonight. Uh, what else is happening? A doco, documentary, 14 Peaks. What's this about? 14 Peaks. Now, if you love documentaries, as you know, Justin, I love documentaries. <laughs> And I watched a great documentary today on Netflix, and it's called 14 Peaks. This is about a guy, a, a, a uh, Nepalese man who's former Special Forces, who's a mountaineer as well, a mountain climber. And there's 14 peaks over 8,000 metres in and around Pakistan and Tibet and um, Nepal. And what he does is he says, I'm going to go and climb these 14 peaks I think I saw a promo to this. It's amazing. It's it, brand new, right? Yeah, I'm going to go climb these 14 peaks. Now, it had been done previously by, I think it was a German or a Swiss guy, and he did, it took him 16 years to do it. This guy's going to try and do it in six months. Get out. It's amazing. It, I watched it So today. has it happened yet? Or yeah, it's it already ha- happened. But it's... Happened last year. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it, I don't want to know the results. It's though. amazing. 14 Peaks, it's called. It's on Netflix. So if you love sports documentaries or just documentaries in general, have a look at it. Can't Luke, recommend it high enough. Luke and Evely has just sent us a text. Curling is not Everly. a sport. Uh, Everly, sorry. Yep. Uh, Everly, curling is not a sport. It's sweeping. Correct. Yeah. Don't true. waste that energy. Clean the house. Yep. Mm. Uh, hey, Sausage Fingers, you're a goose. Get off. Please put your names to the te- Who's he talking to? Or she? Me? Must be a bowler. <laughs> Has to be a bowler. Definitely. Appears the NRL transfer window will be front and centre this week, Sats, when the commission meets later on. So, I mean, there have been a lot of arguments around the November 1 uh, being the the first day of recruitment or when your managers can talk to potential clubs. When you're coming off contract, so if I'm a contractor player to the end of 2022, and I know I'm uh, repeating myself here, but just uh, uh, for the sake of the exercise, I can start talking to other clubs as of November 1 this year. I, I don't like it. I can understand why managers like it to get rid of their roster as early as possible and and for rugby league players, maybe with young families, whatever it may be, be able to tie up their future. I get that. I, I just don't like the pressure it puts on the current club. Uh, some of the negative publicity comes out of it, the the feelings that fans feel through it. So, yeah, you are right. Uh, Andrew Abdo, to his credit, has come out and said the, the – um, the transfer window, and I don't like the word transfer because it usually means you're going to go from one club to the next in the space of a, a day or a few weeks. Mm. It's actually recruitment windows, the ability to to recruit and potentially recruit players and, and move players on. You know what I'd love to see, Jace, And mm. this is just me just thinking about this this afternoon. I've thought about this and tried to get as much detail as possible to it on whether it would work. I think November 1 is too early. Um I think all players have, that are coming off contract have still got some future at their, their current club. Um, and I think the first recruitment window should be probably the second week of February, which all your pre-seasons occurred, you're into your trials, you know whether those you, that player or you yourself is going to be part of the, the plans. But you still got to play the entire season with that player if they're leaving the following year, right? Yeah, but, I mean, by the end of the pre-season, some players have a, have a, a pretty good idea about one, whether they want to be there. Two, whether they are going to be part of the coach's plan. And the, the club itself knows whether the player is going to be part of the, the plans early on in that season. So I but think that's, that might be a minority. What if it's a big-time player? 
coming off a contract. Let's say it's a let's say it is a Brandon Smith. Yeah. What's the difference between him making a decision now? And say the second week of February. What's the difference? Because I think because they're in the trials and you're getting ready for round one. Yeah, it can be a little bit a bit of a disruption, but it's still leaving some weeks before round one, and gives you the ability to sort of get lost in the start of the season as well, not dominating. So it's not a chance for a club to retain him. It's a it's a chance for it not to be as big a news for his manager to then go start talking to other clubs. So I'm I'm thinking recruitment window second week of February seven days. That's it. Okay. Recruitment window round thirteen, which is Origin one mm-hmm. for seven days. There's only there's a split round. There's only about four round four games that I like weekend. That. Yep. And then your final recruiting window after Origin three, and that's round eighteen onwards. It's free for all. You can recruit for how long? Well, until the end of the season. Right. Gotcha. Yeah, till the end of the season, until October thirty first, when your contract runs out with your current club. So, I believe there's three opportunities to have those recruiting windows, uh, where your manager can can negotiate with other clubs. Now, there may be special dispensation may be needed for whatever that may happen, whatever that may be, mm. and that can be requested through the NRL from your manager or your club. So, I don't uh, know about that because I think that could be exploited, but I, I, we've got to get to yeah. Jared, Jared Wallace. But, uh, look, it's worth discussing, isn't it? It's worth oh, – absolutely, I, yeah. I don't know why we just going, don't go back to June 30. And yeah, it's, You've only got six months then. Yeah, I agree. I you agree. know what I mean? You're yeah. only dealing with that player for a little over half – a little under half a season. Mm. I don't. I don't know what was wrong with that. I might be wrong. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. What are your thoughts on Sats's idea with regards to a transfer window? Love your texts tonight. Keep them coming through. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six here on Sports Day. Don't forget to include where you're from and how you're listening and and what you're up to tonight. We'll go to a break. Uh, thanks to Kia, the all new Sportage has been unleashed. Jared Wallace from the Titans joins us next on Sports Day. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia. The all-new Kia Sportage has been unleashed. Welcome back to Sports Day. Sats and Jace here for your Wednesday or Justin. I don't know what you want to call me. Um, we are here. We're wearing these hats that Sats has had made up for his festival. Oh, I didn't get to make it, mate. Festival up. 50. But, you know, they're really nice. Beautiful Ringers Western uh, yep. caps that we're wearing. And they've got, I don't know, actually this bloke will know, uh, Titans uh, front rower back at training this week. He's had the he's had the fat test as well. I want to see how he's, he's gone with that. Um, <laughs> but before we talk to you about that, Jared, Jared Wallace, uh, mate, these caps, Sats and I don't know what to do with the sticker on the front of the cap. Do we take that off or do you leave it on there? I see. That's, it's been a dilemma. I've always thought it was a the cool thing to leave it on. Yeah, me. But also. Andy, the owner of Ringers, every time I've walked in there with a cap on and the sticker on, he rips it straight off. Mm. So I feel, he is not a fan of the sticker on there. So I, I, I feel like I've shoplifted it. <laughs> that's what I. That's what it feels like here, boys. And I don't, well, it depends. What sticker is it? Is, the, is it the barcode or is it like a hat, a hat no, sticker? No, yeah, it's it? the snap lock sticker. You know, the, it's like the authentic brand sticker. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, like the, the uh, what is it, authenticity one. Yes. Yeah. that's Well, I'm glad you Look, said that. I, yeah. Look, I think um, if we're a young 18 fit, yeah. 
young guys that uh, are cool and wear yeah. it like that, maybe. But we're old, uh, old yeah. men. I know where you're going and, with that. Uh, yeah. does, we, we don't look cool. Yeah, and I'll keep it at old men, and we yeah. don't look cool with it. So uh, before we get on to footies, one of the reasons we got you on today, we want to see how your first week has gone. Um, but today, Ringers Western are releasing a limited edition Christmas work shirt. Uh, as this is the season of giving, as we all know, all proceeds, which I think is outstanding, will be donated to Ronald McDonald House Charities in South East Queensland. You're an ambassador for Ronald McDonald House Charities. Uh, Jared, this is great, isn't it? I am. Actually, I'm I'm, I'm an ambassador for Ringers and I'm an ambassador for Ronald McDonald House. So, yeah, what better way to bring both of the, you know, together and, uh, and create a cool work shirt. So, Look, I think what Andrew McDonald, the owner of Ringers, has done, um, you know, he's gone out and he's spoken to him and um, said, you know, let's let's create something. He obviously knows how hard it's been for uh, Ronald McDonald House and obviously all the charities right across you know, the world or even Australia with all this COVID stuff. So um, they've come up with a really cool design and, like you said, all the proceeds go to Ronald McDonald and, um, you know, to give back and, and try and help out the house as much as we can. So I think it's a great cause and, I actually pick my shirt up tomorrow, so I might even wear it to the show on Saturday. Oh, mate, I look forward to that. Um, yes, yeah. you and I, Jared and I, for those who don't, we do a Saturday show. Well, most days, Jared and I do a Saturday show until Jared texts you 36 minutes prior to going anywhere <laughs> saying, I can't come well, in because I've got the squirts. Yeah. What uh, what size are you? Are you a 4XL? Oh, you come on, mate. That's an insult. <laughs> yeah, look, get me that. Oh, oh, get me that. I'll grow into oh. it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're growing to it. If 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 Beck Shatler keeps taking in that lolly jar and you keep eating it, all you'll need the 4XL. Actually, yeah, I'll have a 4XL, mate. If uh, We should wear it on Saturday. But let's talk about more things uh, that is going on in the, in the world of footy. You're back at training. How's the body? Yeah. Mate, it's actually been unreal. And to, to tell you the truth, like, the, the honest truth, I've been super shocked with how good I've uh, come back and done it. <laughs> Which, you know, well, you've seen me eating and that over the, the off season. I yes. was obviously training as much as I could, but I um, I was enjoying myself. I was having some real good downtime for the 10 weeks I was off, but um, no, I've actually quite surprised myself and um, it's been a good four days that I've been back and it's it's been a, a really solid uh, wake up to, uh, to the body and to the system, but it's really good to be back. I think um, you know, it's good to have that kind of, um, you know, the... The, the scheduling, you know, and, and just being back into reality and things like that, it, it's nice to have routine back in my life. So I'm joining, you know, all the boys have uh, been ripping in over the last kind of four or five weeks and um, Justin's got them training hard. They're looking in great shape and uh, it's good now that all us old boys are back as well. Jared, give an insight to the listeners. When you come to the, the back end of your career, you know, you've turned 30 halfway yep. through this year. So you know, let's say you've got three yep. or four years left in your career and, um, with yep. the modern game the way it is with rehab, give us an insight into a player that reaches 30 and their training schedules, training regime. Does that differ to someone who's 20, 21? Yeah, obviously the the younger guys who've only done, you know, kind of one preseason or, you know, anywhere between one and five and haven't played that many games, they only got about six weeks off. So they were back, I think, on the 1st of November. So what the NRL and the, uh, the RLPA have tried to do is really look after the guys that have obviously been in the, the NRL for a long time now, especially with the game getting as fast as it is and, um, you know, the, the speed and the contacts and things like that. But also due to all the COVID stuff, you know, being locked in and not being able to 
get out and about. Um, they know how important it is to have that time off. So we've been extended now to um, anywhere between eight and ten weeks um, just to you know, get away from footy, spend time with their family, uh, rest up and, and get away from it because it's such a long year. Uh, you know, you, you start, when do we start? The 25th and we pretty much, we'll get a week and a bit off over Christmas and then we don't stop until, well, hopefully uh, October, November next year. So... It, uh, it's it's just a long uh, long season and it's a long slog when you, you know, when you hit 30 and the body starts uh, feeling every bump and bruise and every uh, bit of running that you know you do on the field you feel everything about it. So, how much is how much is um, held on the GPS these days? The the little square box that the listeners may see the the players wearing in training and yeah. and in games now because I spoke to a. a a well-renowned player a few years ago and about two or three years ago, and he said he wasn't allowed to do any extras after training because it meant no. he would have met his load for the week. And he, he said it played yeah. with his preparation when going into games. So when it comes to doing extras, is it frowned yep. upon in this day and age, in the modern age, or have you still got coaches that are, that are, are trying to get players to do as many extras as possible? Nah, extras are – they don't really count extras as, you know, the, the running and things like that, obviously – so we're pretty, the GPS now, it tracks absolutely everything to high-speed running, to high-speed collisions, um, you know, like to your distances and your Ks, uh, whereabouts on the field you've run. Like, it's it's actually ridiculous. But it does get to a stage sometimes in a session, you know, one guy might run, you know, um, you know the, the session target might be 5Ks, say, for instance. So it might be 5Ks, and one guy might hit it, you know, with half an hour or 20 minutes still to go. So they'll pull that guy out of training and tell him to go and stretch and sit down and relax because they don't want to overwork him and overload him because they've got the amount of Ks and everything that they need. You know, but then, you know, say a guy uh, might pull up at the very end of the session and might have, you know, 4.4K. So he's got to make up 600 metres. So what he'll do is he'll do extra 600 metres of running to get to that 5K target. And then they'll do their extras after. Yeah, so it's all tracked, mate. It's, it's oh, actually unbelievable. That would do my absolute head in. Now, Isaac Liu, signing from the Roosters? Only because you would have been the one to be doing all those extra Ks. Oh, yeah. Oh, here's the, here's the teacher's pet, mate, the coach's <laughs> pet. Uh, God. Uh, Isaac Liu, signing from the Roosters, yeah. comes from um, – has yep. been down there since uh, since leaving Kebra Park. Good young man, too. Is, uh, how's he fitted yeah. in? Yeah, really good. Obviously, come back with me and uh, the older boys on Thursday, and uh, he's fitted you know, straight in. He's he's, a pretty, he's pretty quiet, keeps to himself, but um, you know he come back in great condition. Um, you know, he lifts heavy in the gym, um, and you know I think his experience will be really good. Yeah, you know, especially around the, the younger, you know, the, the Polynesian boys, you know, the Kiwi boys. They'll they'll really uh, look at him as a, you know, an older mentor. You know, he's played for New Zealand, uh, won comps. So I think he'll really fit in really well there uh, in that sense. But also, he's just a really good family guy. Yeah, and that's the culture that we're trying to build around the Gold Coast is just having good people, um, good players and, and good family people around the club to um, yeah, to create the culture that we want and, and create that winning culture. And obviously, he's come from a great system in the Roosters. And um, hopefully, we can you know, kick off one more this year than we did last year getting beat by the Roosters. So. Yeah, um, the place must be buzzing with uh, Tino uh, extending his contract to the end of 2026. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's fantastic, mate. Obviously, you know, it's guys like Tino and David, you know, young Mo Fodawaka, AJ Brimson, Toby, Toby Sexton, they're the future of this club. And uh, I think that's a huge signing for the club to 
you know, get Tino for another, you know, what is it, four or five years. I think, um, you know, if he keeps going the way he's going, I think, you know, he's definitely down the track. I think he's a potential captain of the club. I think he's um, he's a great guy off the field and he, you know, he, he's a great leader on the field. You know, I think he's still got you know, plenty of things to learn and um, plenty of room to grow, which is, uh, you know, which is exciting to watch, you know, for me to be able to watch that happen. For, you know, he's a 21-year-old kid who... Yeah, um, he's 115 kilos. He's fast. He's aggressive. He's angry, um, and I love playing next to him. But he's still got so much, you know, room to grow. So I think, um, you know, I'm, I'm glad that they they locked him down because I feel like he was a big one that the club needed to keep. And um, yeah, it's awesome to see that it happened. Who's in charge of the boombox in the gym, Jared? And do you know if it is any of the young fellas? Do you know any of the songs? <laughs> Um, it's usually just whoever's got the phone in the pocket, I think. But um, well, that'll be you. One or two. You're guys. always on your phone. <laughs> uh, yeah, to you. So how am I meant to play <laughs> music when you're calling me twenty four seven? Oh yeah, right. No, it's usually it is usually the younger guys that um, that play there. It, it's funny the the difference in you know when I chuck a bit of music on it's a, a bit of country and slow music and slow things like music. that. And then you get the uh, yeah, hundred percent. I'm chill. I'm old now. I'm thirty. Yeah, you know, a little uh, Dale Braithwaite, you know, a bit of... Oh, the horses. Uh, Luke Coombs, yeah, you've got to get a bit of that on there. Then you get the young boys on there and it's just all duftal. So. I, I put air supply on once before a game and all the young kids looked at me and said, what the hell is this, air yeah, supply? That's, that's not good. In relation <laughs> to, to the training leading into Christmas, is it, is it all long stuff at the moment, Jared? Is it you're covering long distances? Yeah, we are at the moment. So, yeah, we did a big conditioning day yesterday. So it started off with a 1K run. Um, we had to do it within a certain you know time. I think the slowest time was about 4 minutes 10, and I think one of the quickest times was 3.28 or 3.25 or something like that. So started off with a 1K run. Then we did a full session of um, yeah, skills and defense and attack and all that, and then uh, we finished off with two six-minute blocks of um, MAS, which is you know, 15 second sprint. You know, you got to get 70 meters, 75 meters in 15 seconds, and then you float through the hundred. So it was about a six and a half, seven k uh, running so, running session yesterday. But you know, this is the the time where we you know you get that longer distance in the legs, and then after Christmas, that'll be more fast and more contact, more opposed, and that sort of stuff. Uh, after Christmas, to start getting ready for trials and and get the body ready for those big collisions. Hey, I want to ask Jared one personal thing, mate. You're into card collecting, aren't you? Yeah, I've, I've wondered what this is. I am, yeah. yeah I've seen, what, yeah, what is yeah. this all about? Take us through it. Like, is this like the old rugby league cards, but this is sporting cards worldwide yeah. or something, is it, mate? Yeah, so it's, like, obviously the rugby league cards are a big thing as well. So obviously there's uh, NRL, AFL, uh, NBA, um, NFL, you know, baseball, everything. So I've become, I've come on board with a company, Rip and Collect, which is just down in Arundel. And um, what they do is, you know, like it, it's actually ridiculous how big the hobby is. People absolutely live and breathe it, and mate, it, it's intense. So, you know, they'll get a pack of cards, they'll open them up, and mate, some of these cards could be anywhere from fifty to one, you know, fifty cents to one dollar. To honestly, I've I've seen cards sell for anywhere between. Two point five million and three million dollars. And what sort of like what sort of profile of the sports person is it that's selling for that much? Well, look, I think a LeBron James sold yep. for two point six million. 
um, a rookie card sold for 2.6 million a little while ago. Um, you know, some baseballers, um, you know, Patty Mahomes, NFL went for 1.8. Tom Brady went for 2 million. Like some so, of these rookie cards, because there's only one in, like some of them are only one of one. So there'll only be one card right. made in the world. So, so is for it, that hobby, if you can get that, it's huge. Is it just the one company that's doing this worldwide? What stops another card company from nah. opening up and doing the same? So it's all licensed? Yeah, it's all licensed. So at the moment, wow. it's Panini sports cards, but I think, um, Another company has taken over from next year. Um, top, it's called Tops. You know, it's, uh, and, and like, yeah, they create their own cards, and it's it's all licensed. I suppose they get the access to the players. It's a yep. bit like when you get an NRL card and they get signed and things like that. Well, you um, on they've a... got the licensing to do it. And Are you on a card? That works. I'm on an NRL card. Yeah. What's that worth? Actually, you know what? You know what's funny? I found. I opened up one the other day. Yes. And I found an old Sats card. Oh, did you? I sh- Tried, yeah, found an old Satellite car. I gave it to my little one. She ripped it up and chucked it in the bin. I was like, no, that was, would have been worth everything. That would, would have been worth heaps. Was it in black and white? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was straight out of a newspaper. <laughs> Are you using it to make money or is it just a hobby? No, nah, it's just a hobby. It's just something I do outside of footy. And, That's good, um, mate. I've become great mates with a, a few of the guys. And like I've, I've bought a few cards that are. Yeah, worth anywhere between three and four thousand dollars, which I just I still get gobsmacked that that's how much you know a card is worth. Uh, but it really is. It, it's fun, I suppose. You get that whole you know when you open up a pack, you don't know what you're going to get, and um, you know you get that kind of adrenaline kick and um, fun to do with your mates, and you know and and, and it's an investment, I suppose. I, you, yep. know, you go and put it into the punt, and you get nothing back sometimes, but you go and put a punt on a box of cards and you might pay 300 bucks, but it, it might make you $1,500, $2,000. So it's, it's mm. nuts. I wonder how much the Brandon Smith in a Roosters jersey is worth, Sats. Mm, not much. <laughs> not much. <laughs> All right, we're going to let you go. I know you're at well, the Apple it, Store. It, oh, yep. It'll be a one-on-one, that's for sure. <laughs> that's right. Mate, now you're at the Apple Store. We'll let you go. Uh, thanks for joining us tonight on Sports Day. And as we said, Get behind Ringers Western, Ringers Western, I should say, dot com. Yeah. They've released these limited edition Christmas work shirts with uh, reindeers and all. They're re- really cool. Check them out. Yeah. Uh, it's a season of giving. All proceeds will be donated to Ronald McDonald House Charities in southeast Queensland. Uh, Jay, well, I'll catch you Saturday. Thanks for joining us on Sports Day, mate. I appreciate it, boys. I'll see you Saturday. This is Sports Day. Thanks to the all-new Kia Sportage. It's been unleashed. Uh, don't forget, too, later on in the show, my mate Cam Green from the Australian cricket team will be joining us. Hey, Justin. Yeah, thanks for having me. <laughs> That's gold. That is gold. How it's are you not supposed to get fault. any credibility in the journalistic world? Mate, wait. Till, I caught up with him earlier today because you wouldn't do the interview. And, and <laughs> I don't know. And the thing is, and I'm not even going, I actually start to laugh after he said it. It's because you dribble. You say, oh, g'day, it's Jason here from Sports Day. And the way you well, say mate, he it, rang it's, me. It's dribble. He rang me for starters. Mm. So cut he that rang you to say, can I do an interview with Sports Day? Yes. Yep. Cricket Australia rang me mm. and said, we know you're the mover and shaker. <laughs> I said, I am. I go, what's my name? Hey, Justin, yeah, thanks for having me. <laughs> anyway, he's coming up. What did, what did Wayne Bennett say that time when you, when you rang him? Hello? <laughs> this is Sports Day. Oh, man, I'm going. I'm done. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats.
is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia. The all-new Kia Sportage has been unleashed. Yeah, welcome back to Sports Day. You've got Sats and Justin uh, here tonight taking your text. 0457 736 736. It's a slightly controversial uh, hot topic tonight. Sports that really aren't sports. And I've suggested a couple. Um, temping bowling, mm-hmm. lawn bowls, golf, amateur golf. I've got to say amateur golf. Uh, darts, anything you can have a schooner with, I think, is is not a sport. Well, g- Gump says car racing, not a sport. You can have a beer and you sit. No, but you can't drink and drive, Gump. Yeah, true, true. That would be irresponsible. You've got a couple too, haven't you, Sats, before you get to the texts? Um, cheerleading. Is that a sport? No. That's, Very physical. That's a, that's it takes a, a lot of technique again. It's a hobby. It's artistic. That's the arts. Okay. It's, it's, the crucial role is about appearance. Yeah, it's arts. Okay, what about fencing? No. I don't know. Why? Not a sport? Oh, I, I think it is, but someone explained to me today, they said, well, it's medieval where you're actually trying to kill someone with a sword. I mean, you can't have that in this well, day No, that, that doesn't happen. Trying what actually happens? each other with fake swords. And he said they're also dressed as beekeepers <laughs> in fencing. Is that a sport? I think it's a sport. It's a hobby. Now, um, Molly at Peak Hill says, guys, what about karate and martial arts? Is that a sport or a hobby? I think it's a sport because I'm not going to tell them it's not a sport. I'm with you. Yeah. Definitely a sport. sport. With a capital S. Yep. Uh, St. Boyd, listening to us through 2HD, St. Says, hi, lads, not a sport. Bocce or I think it's Pentank. Patank, Patank. P-E-T-A-N-Q-E-U-E. Is Bocce the silver balls? Very rarely seen played sober, he said. Another one that's not a sport, polo. That, well, it's a rich person's hobby. No, it's a sport because it's. T- I mean, you're swinging, you're swinging like a club at a ball, and it's dangerous. Half a hobby. <laughs> no, I disagree. I disagree. Now we have got some. Um, you pair of buffets, pro darts or lawn bowls are completely grog free. Take time to watch. Get your facts right. Russ from Kempsey. Russ, I agree with you. <laughs> You're a buffet, mate. Who, me? Yes. You're the buffet, Justin. Because pro darts and lawn bowls, I do think they're a sport. I think there's a skill. Like I said, 20, 30 Commonwealth Games, I'm, I'm aimed for lawn bowls. Are you? Yep. Yep. Well, um, 10 pin bowling's definitely not a sport. Someone has asked if Justin's medication's working tonight. <laughs> I, I don't think that's rude. I don't think it is. That's a bit rude. No, mm. it's not. Um, Danger said that he's had a beer in every sport that he's played in life. Why am I not surprised? I'm not surprised with that at all. Um, now you're actually talking about moving, and you're talking about removalists. 120 bucks an hour for two blokes in a truck. Yeah, come on, that's ridiculous. 120 dollars per hour for 70 bucks uh, for two workers in total. That's a different story, but. Um, $120 an hour, please. Buy a truck, employ a labourer, pay insurance, super, long service leave, sickies, fuel, and anything else I forgot. You're a tight ass, <laughs> Justin. Mick from DY. Thanks, Mick. Yeah. I think. Mm. Now, we, we spoke about uh, earlier on a uh, 10-year anniversary of the passing of the great Arthur yeah. Beetson, and Rooster Muzz. Uh, he talks about – actually, Rooster Muzz talks about Sats and Woogie, uh, the sanctimonious hypocrites that are climbing into Brandon Smith, will be the very same people that are, have no trouble sitting down and watching the 2022 Limp Winter Olympics. What? I've got no idea what you're talking about, Rooster what? Muzz. And, 
how that's got any correlation. Well, but he said, thank you for me- mentioning the mercurial Arthur Henry Beetson yeah. on this crap anniversary. We'll miss the, the man greatly. Rooster Muzz, I, I agree. Well said, Rooster um, Muzz. In relation to Arthur Beetson, we've got a really good story here about Arthur. And I spoke earlier on about how giving he is and how he just just welcoming to everyone. And, um, and please put your name to these text messages, guys, because this is a great text message. In relation to Beetson, I was running late for work one morning at about 9.30, needed a nervous leak. I pushed open the door of his pub, the big house, and it was ajar. So I went in. He's the only one there. He said, welcome. It's just down the hallway. Artie was barbecuing the day's sausages, snags. As I was leaving, he generously offered me a breakfast of, of cooked <laughs> sausage and onion sambo, a bloody decent bloke, and he yeah. was. That's yeah. exactly – that's yeah. a great description of – of Arthur, he just uh, he gave his time to absolutely everybody. All right, one more text sats before we go to a break. Um, okay, uh, darts is definitely a sport. No. Come on, Buck. It's Who's very. Buck? Int- I don't know. My, my, this is Will. He may be saying Justin. It's very interesting, and that makes it a sport. And people watch while while watching it live. It's great to watch. It is. Tell the pins. It's not a sport, and you'll have a fight in your hands. Great show, guys. I never miss. Will, That's but, from Will. All right, thanks. Who's Buck, though? I don't know. Okay. All right, this is Sports Day. Keep your texts coming through 0457 736 736. Love to hear from you, particularly if you're a first-time texter. Uh, and also tell us where, you, uh, where you're texting from and how you're listening and anything else you want to let us know. This is Sports Day. Thanks to the, what, the Kia Sportage has been unleashed. What's happening Can now? I read another quick one? Quick one. Okay, this is from um, Glenn, the, the reality king in Newcastle, Sea Eagle. Uh, sorry, Sats and Justin, I didn't get a copy of today's run sheet from Budge. Uh, so if you disregard my earlier text message, I what? do understand. Justin, how can you decide what a w- is in a sport? Have you ever played any sport at yes, all? Yes, I have. Name two. Grade four cricket. Yep. Uh, on the Goldie. And I also played uh, rugby union as a kid. You would have been a front rower. Uh, no, surprisingly, I wasn't. I was a, I was a back rower. Yeah, I, I was tall and skinny back I don't then. Believe you. I don't know what's happened. Anyway, mm. this is Sports Day. For the Kia Sportage, has been unleashed back in a moment. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia. The all-new Kia Sportage has been unleashed. Sports Day News Headlines for Polaris, Australia's number one off-road vehicle brand. Yeah, welcome back to it. Jeez, oh, where's all the time going? Cam Green from the Australian cricket team coming up uh, not too far away. New South Wales has recorded a slight increase in coronavirus cases after a woman infected with the new Omicron strain spent time in the community in Sydney and on the Central Coast. Police await DNA results as well of human remains found during the search for missing campers, uh, Russell Hill and also Carol Clay. Get range of confidence for the price of a quad. Visit your local Polaris dealer today. Uh, weather uh, for New Farm, Australia through and through, uh, as if fears of more floods and cyclones caused by La Nina weren't grim enough. There's also a chance we might get some bushfires as well. We've been warned this summer, Sats, because of all of the, the moisture in the ground and, and whatnot. Mm. So... Cyclones, uh, lots of rain, and the possibility of bushfires up and down the east coast of Australia. It's going to be one of those summers. New Farm's products are formulated with the highest quality right here in Australia. New Farm Australian through and through. Got a quick text for us? Sats and Woogie, this is from Tom. Pole dancing is not a sport. It's a perv. What? 
And also, plenty of sports journos are not journos, just like you, Justin. <laughs> That's from Dean. This is Sports Day. The all-new Kia <laughs> Sportage has been unleashed. Who's Justin? Hey, Justin. Yeah, thanks for having me. something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.